Perek Yud Beis Mishnah Aleph Habona. We're going to see in this Mishnah the prohibitions of Bona building and the second Malach of Makabapatish, which is striking the final hammer blow. And the told of that is when you perform any last step of the process, like let's say you're adding the final touch to an object that you're making, that's Makabapatish. The Mishnah is going to discuss how much do you have to build, how much do you have to do Makabapatish to be liable, because you know to violate a Malacha, there has to be a significant amount done. Says the Mishnah, when it comes to building, how much do you have to build to be liable? the violation of building on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah Habone Koshu. If you build any amount, anything that you do that's in, that would be considered building is in violation of Shabbos, no matter how much you build, it's always considered significant. Now we're going to see about Makabapatish, the final hammer blow. And we're going to see told us of that. Vahamisatis is an example of Makabapatish. Vahamisatis, if one chisels a stone into its final shape. The Rav says, for example, let's say you go ahead and you cut the stone into a rectangle, or you smoothen it out. Anything you do to put the finishing touch on it, the final step in the process is going to be a told of Makabapatish. Vahamakabapatish of a matzad. Patish is a hammer, matzad is a small axe. So let's say you want to remove a stone from a rock you're in this quarry over here so what do you do you have this this stone that's almost completely removed from the rock now you got to take this one last bang this one last powerful bang to knock out the stone from the rock so when you do this with the hammer or a small axe that's makamapatish hakudeyach one who makes a hole to finish the construction of something what would that be so let's say you have a uh, a nail. You made a hole in the wall with a nail. Your purpose is to make a hook. So now that the nail remains in the wall, you have now your hook. So the hole is finishing the process of making the hook. So all these cases over here, how much do you have to go ahead and smoothen out this rock in the first case of Mesates? Or how much do you have to, how large does the stone have to be when you're moving it from the rock? Or how large does the hole have to be? It says the Mishnah Koshu. Any amount is considered significant, and chayiv one would be liable because in all these cases, any amount is 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 the final process in a significant way. It says the mishnah zakal. This is the rule. Kol malacha. Anyone does malacha or malachtum is kayemis, and the malacha that he does, the product is that he that he that he made miskayemis will last the way it is now. You don't have to you don't have to do anything more to it. It's it's the it's the final touch. But Shabbos did it on Shabbos. Chayiv is going to be liable. The Meshuvah Gamliel or Meshuvah Gamliel say a bigger chiddush. al hasadon. Even if a person goes and he strikes with a hammer on the anvil, al hasad is on the anvil. B'shas malacha while he is working, Chayiv is going to be liable. Because it is like one who improves his work. The prohibition of it applies even, Rabbi Shemigamil says, even if let's say a person goes ahead, he takes a hammer, and he's trying to make uh, he's trying to make make something out of metal. So what do you do? You take metal, you put it on this anvil, on this iron block, and you keep beating the the metal with the hammer. But every after every number of blows, you take the hammer itself and hit it directly onto the anvil to make sure that the head of the hammer stays smooth. So Megamil says that even that, just taking the hammer to hit it on the anvil alone, even though you're not hitting it onto the metal, you're hitting the hammer straight onto the anvil, while you're working, because you're repairing the hammer, and therefore, holds that you are going to be liable for repairing on Shabbos. And the Rav says the halacha is not like a